0: to belonging before believing the podcast where we answer your questions about the church from the inside. Man, I miss saying that. You want to know why I'm so amped up? No. Not at all? No. Well I'm I, I gonna wish t-
1: you had said that in Spanish. <laughs> Solamente Sabido. <laughs> oh, Domingo, Domingo Hola
0: Bienvenidos. Ah, I can't do it. I don't know. Sorry. Um ben DeVitos? Bienvenidos? Bienvenidos. DeVitos. Yep. Oh, dude, my mom. Welcome. She that's would, welcome. She would go to the Yes. She would go to this Mexican place and her favorite thing was like chili con <laughs> con carne. <laughs> and she calls it chili con carne. <laughs> <laughs> carne.
1: Chili made with carnies.
0: Yeah, right? Anyway,
1: isn't that the That's like the The latte of the Mexican. (laughs) No, that's carne asada. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The vanilla latte.
0: Dude, I slept.
1: Oh, hey, why are you so happy?
0: I slept until nine thirty today. Okay. Which is late for me these days. Um, It's not that I wake up that early during the week. Like normally, it's between like seven and like seven thirty or something like. Not super early. But I wake up pretty much the same time on the weekends, and today I intentionally set no alarms, as Joel's mother would say, safe and secure from all alarms. <laughs> I'm sure she doesn't even know that I know that she says that, but she listens, doesn't she?
1: I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, so... Doug does. He hates our song.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, Sorry, Doug. Anyway, so I... Since, I'm, since I'm feeling so well-rested from yeah. sleeping till 930, and I know you and your schedule a little bit better... I'm curious, what time did you wake up this morning?
1: Later than that?
0: <laughs> yeah, what time did you wake up this morning?
1: Um, okay, to be honest, I think it was about nine, because Andy had to go to the studio to start sewing for the ballet. Um, they're doing all new, entire new wardrobe for the whole performance. So it's a big deal. So Andy was there all day. She left at nine. I woke up... Um, Took, the, took Hope because Hope needed lunch to Food Max, and then Lily wanted to go too. So then dropped Hope off at ballet, came back home, and that was like 10.30. No, it was about 11. Is and this going to
0: tie into sleep again somehow, then, yeah, or are you just no, going to give <laughs> me a blow-by-blow blow no, of your day? No, no, no.
1: <laughs> and then I came home, and Charlotte was that, there, so I played with Charlotte for a while, and then I went back to bed. There and it is. And then I okay. woke up. It was like 3.15, and I'm like, oh, no, I got to get down to the church and turn the air conditioner on. So I did one of those, like, scramble things where you throw clothes on and you get them on wrong and stuff, and you run out the door, and that's what I did, and I ran out the door and got to church.
0: So you preached when you had been awake for, like, 45 minutes. Yeah. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Nice. Yes. I guess that's actually, like, not super, super normal, but, like, a lot of pastors probably, like, wake up, Oh, Good. yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. just weird when, when it's, four, when it's in four in the afternoon. afternoon. <laughs> yeah.
1: But yeah. This, so no, I did a lot of sleep in today.
0: The, the, the reason why it always stands out to me when you sleep in so much is I will never forget the day you had to come pick up something from my house before like we all headed to work. And you're like, what time do you wake up in the morning? And I was like, 730. And you're like, what? <laughs> like, to go to work, you wake up at seven thirty, 30? I'm just like, "Yeah, yeah, I work at Dutch Bros well, at eight a.m. Okay. What do I need to do? Like, do my work. makeup no, no, or no, something? No.
1: What I what I think is that you'd be working out or something because oh, for man. me, when I used to work out a lot, is I was always first thing in the morning, so I'd get up at like four thirty. And like go work out Ugh, and that nope. was my thing. So I just assumed that you did that.
0: Yeah. And you wanted me to like be ready at like six forty five or something crazy. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Oh yeah. gosh, nope.
1: Why aren't you ready for me?
0: But nine thirty this morning, morning, Zoe woke your hand for me. Zoe woke me up, said, Hey, can I go watch cartoons? And I said, Yep. And I just laid in <laughs> bed for another hour.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's great. Yep. That's a great day.
0: Yep. The T V babysitter had my back today because Rachel's in Oregon until It's
1: truly the day of rest. Hours. Yeah. 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 It's good to have one, man. There should always be one. Yeah. You should, folks, it's not a Sabbath. It's not a law, but have a day of rest.
0: It's just good. Just chill. It's just good sense.
1: It is. It's good. It's so good. Hey, what do we got on the docket?
0: What is the problem with the world today? What the crap? How much time you got, listener?
1: <laughs> what, what, what is the problem with the world today?
0: Yeah we got to pick one.
1: Oh, my gosh. Where do you start? <laughs> Sin. <laughs> what is It's the, filled with people. It's filled with people. That's
0: the problem with the world today. Hey,
1: okay. You know what? G.K. Chesterton was famously asked, what's the problem with the world? And he said, he stopped and reflected for a second, and he said, I am. Nice. That's a good answer. Yeah. It just struck me. I, I didn't, didn't plan that. It just occurred to me. Happy accident. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think we'll end there.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think we started there.
1: Yeah, but we'll come back around to it. All right. So what's the problem with the world today? Oh, boy. Um, First is I wish I had to ask the question asker here, because I would want to ask specifically two things. One, what do you mean problem? And what specifically are you referring to as a problem? Now those might sound like the same thing to the listener, but they're not. I'm asking for the foundation, like her definition of problem. What is a problem? And secondly, then based upon that, what is the issue with the world that she sees going on? Or he, I mean, I'm assuming it's a woman, but he, she or he said um, is is going on that that is actually the problem. You know, Because it, one thing is a, a lot of people will assume our worldview when they ask questions to try to counter our worldview. And this is one of the areas where it happens the most, is they'll assume a definition of evil, a definition of the word problem, that is going to morally be consistent with what we believe, whereas they have either a different philosophy, idea, mindset, where they can't justify that.
0: So if I'm tracking with you, Mm -hmm. in order for somebody to say, somebody who would disagree with us maybe, have a different worldview than us, what is the problem with the world today? Mm -hmm. We would have to agree that there is a problem to begin with. Yeah. And that would mean having a shared definition of what constitutes a problem. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. And then we can go from there and actually identify individual problems.
0: But most of the time, we're not going to agree with differing worldviews on what a problem, like what is a problem and what's not, right?
1: Well, we shouldn't. Right. But we end up, in fact, doing that quite often because we allow them ground that they don't actually have based upon their worldview. So, for example, uh, an agnostic or an atheist. Um, so I have well, it's because
0: they have the law built in. It's because they, they have the law built in. They just deny but,
1: it. Right, right. So they were, they were to say, so I, I had dinner, God's law. dinner with a guy one time, and he was trying to get an emotional rise out of me, and he asked, why would God allow, um, he, specifically there was an instance in India where a girl who was, I don't remember her age, had been raped and then had been killed. He, he asked me, why would God allow that to happen? And so my question back to him, which shocked him, and I don't think he... I'm not sure he ever completely understood why I asked that, but I asked him, well, what's wrong with that? And he thought I was actually saying that it was a good thing. Mm-hmm. When I wasn't, I was asking him to justify why he's saying it's a bad thing because he doesn't have a moral foundation, and he just kept going back to... How can you say that? It's bad. It's awful. How how can you say? He never got past that, past the emotion of it. And so what I would want the listener in, you know, hopefully a rational context to do would be to ask yourself, why do I call things evil? What do I base that off of? Is it just my own feeling, my own emotion, my own you know, sense of logic and rationality, if it is your own rationality, then you're appealing to something immaterial. You're appealing to something that doesn't exist in the physical world, and therefore you can't justify it with materialism, with atheism, with agnosticism. You need a metaphysical um, worldview in order to justify it, which is why a lot of times people fall back on a Judeo-Christian ethic. Because it's it's you're right. The law is on their hearts mm-hmm. and is on their minds. So the long that's a long a lot.
0: Let me say of, we just crossed ten minutes. Normally we're like making fart jokes still at <laughs> okay. this point.
1: Well, we just unloaded a whole lot of luggage right there yeah. in, in what we said to basically say that we need to make sure we understand what we're saying by saying something's a problem or evil. Well, let's use that word evil from here on out, what's why is there evil in the world today? So from our perspective, when we look at the world today and we see things like um, you know, children being murdered and raped in India, that, that, that happens. And it ha- doesn't happen just there, it's just that was the illustration that I had in mind. Uh, we see sex trafficking still taking place throughout the world, slavery still taking place in the world. We see um, murder. see a we lot see of people suffering crime. from addiction. We see addiction. We see all of these things that when we look at them, we know there's something not right about them. You know, from our worldview, what we say is that it's because there's sin in the world, and sin is defined In the one old catechism, the Westminster Catechism, is any want of or lack of conformity to the Word of God. And what that means is that any want of or lack of conformity to, so it's a positive and a negative, you're not doing what the Word says, and then you're doing what the Word says don't do. You see what I mean? So the Bible says do this, and you don't do it. The Bible says don't do this, but you go ahead and do that other thing. So that's sin. Sin is basically... God has revealed to us what is right and what is wrong, and we all, every single person has that in their conscience, on their heart. And when somebody doesn't, we call that, you know, we call that sociopathic or psychopathic, is that there's damage done in the brain. There's something not connecting that causes them to be like that. We know bad enough intuitively because of the image of God that when we see someone who's truly not aware of a sense of right and wrong, we know to call that wrong. <laughs> and so what's wrong with the world today is sin. It's we, we don't follow the law of God. The law of God, we'd say, are, you know, summed up in the Ten Commandments, maybe even summed up better in Jesus's words, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and then love your neighbor as yourself. Um, but when we, we see, you know, so much division, you know, one of the things that, that um, somebody brought up to me recently about evil is what there's just division in our nation. There's going to be another civil war. And while I don't know that there's actually going to be a civil war, um, that seems a little far-fetched to me, which, you know, I've been wrong lots of times, but, <laughs> you know, that does seem a little far-fetched. It certainly seems like we're getting further and further apart into two distinct ideologies and i think there's sin on both sides and so in our local national context i would say the problem is, is that people want their own way they want to do what they want to do and they don't want to do what god wants them to do
0: not only that they really want it celebrated too
1: yeah they, yeah you're right you're right you know it, it,
0: indifference is uh is just as bad as What's the word I'm looking for? Um, contention. Um, and Yeah, you're not allowed to amicably disagree. So I would agree that it's not just that they want to go their own way, but they want their own way celebrated.
1: Yeah. In Romans chapter 1, it says that, that they didn't see fit to acknowledge God, so God gave them over to their own debased mind to do what ought not to be done. They were filled with all manner of unrighteousness and evil, covetousness and malice. They're full of envy and murder and strife, deceit and maliciousness. They're gossips and slanderers. They hate God. They're insolent. They're haughty. They're boastful. They're inventors of evil things and disobedient to their parents. They're foolish. They're faithless. They're heartless and they're ruthless. And though they know God's decree and that those who practice things deserve to die, they don't only do them, but they approve of those who practice them.
0: Dude, but, I remember hearing that passage when I was in like high school mm-hmm. about how like the list of just the most terrible things that you can think of, disobedient to parents, yeah, is just like casually dis- like thrown into the middle of like terrible, terrible things. I'm like, oh, yeah. geez, yeah, I need well, to tighten that up.
1: And and interestingly enough, it's, it it says that everybody knows these things deserve justice. We, when somebody commits one of these things against us, we feel that offense and we want to um, see that offense righted. And so if it's from without, like somebody commits a crime against my family or me personally, we want the police, we want the agents of the government to come in and take over and to bring justice against that person. That's what the Bible says that they're here for is to bear the sword, meaning to bring about justice. We know that. We know that there's a sense of justice, but yet at the same time that people commit these sins, and yet they approve of other people who do the very same things and celebrate them, just like you said. So the, the problem in the world is that people do what they want to do. I, I read a big old long lengthy thing about free will this week in a class that I'm taking and everybody was like, free will, free will, free sure. will, free will. And I felt like a jerk because I went back and like tried to correct, not correct, but I don't think a lot of these people in this class have ever considered the fact that you don't have a free will, you do what you want to do. You're not free to do anything. You're, only, you're free to do what you want to do. And sinners want to sin. And the problem with the world today is that there is a greater and greater license being given to people to do what they want to do.
0: Okay, perfect. Because that was something that I was about to ask you about, is Romans was written in what? Like A.D. F-
1: Long time ago. 50? Yeah, no, maybe a little more than that. Probably 70, 60, 70.
0: Okay. Yeah. All right. So anyway, and and that's, what, that's the problem with the world in A.D., 60, or 70. Let's say 60. Sure. Yeah. And the question is, what's the problem with the world today? And you answered it with what the problem was with the world in... 8060. Or you said whatever. Yeah, yeah it's the same when thing. When Romans
1: was written. Right. Yeah. It's the exact same thing.
0: Yeah. So. What th- does that tell us? Are there new problems with the world today?
1: Are there new problems with the world today?
0: Like, is the problem with the world today new? How about that?
1: No. Okay, God. The got problem it. with the world today is not new. I think, like Romans once said, that sinners are inventors of evil. And so if there are new things that deserve the justice of God, it's because people have just invented n- new, intricate ways of sinning in ways that were previously available. So for example, theft. Theft has always been a crime, right? right. since you go back to the very beginning in Genesis, and you see people stealing things from other people. But now we have cybercrime stealing mm-hmm. your identities. That was never a thing before, although I guess you could have forged papers and walked into King Johnson's throne room and said, you know, here I am, Duke of Awesomeness or whatever. <laughs> Duke of Spleety. That sounds like a place, doesn't it? Sure. <laughs> the Duke of Omphalyard. That's me. I'm, okay, I'm coming into the king and I'm Duke of Umfolyard.
0: Get out of here. <laughs> I don't want to do business. No, here's I, my papers. We will do no business with Umphaliard. Here's my papers. I'm legit, dude. You so, are a legit <laughs> duke of garbage. Get out of my <laughs> throne room.
1: Okay, so the duke of garbage was found out.
0: <laughs> that was almost spit. Take. I know, I almost.
1: know. I know, on your computer, that would have been awful. I'd have felt slightly bad. Eh, it would have been worth it. <laughs>
0: so you were talking about how...
1: Yeah, so it's crime. Yeah, so yeah. Inventors of Evil, yes. So yeah. there's no new evil in the sense that there's just new categories, but there's new inventions and ways to commit the sins that have always been around and available.
0: Right. And I got you a little bit sidetracked with that. So I'm going to bring you back to where you were uh, when you were talking about I need that. You're welcome. Yeah. Thanks. There is greater license for evil today, which is something that I have tried getting into the heads of how should I put this? some um um this beer good some further along folks in my life old people that's what i'm trying to say old people when they want to talk about the good old days and the golden generation and all this other stuff and i talk about how there's like you just said uh just a greater license to sin today than maybe we've seen in ways pa- or in days past so what what you were getting somewhere, Keith.
1: First of all, I'm glad you're not talking about me being an no, old people. No, not at all. Because I am an old people. Yeah. But compared I'm, to I'm me. I'm glad you're not talking about me. Um, okay. So what do we say to these people?
0: No, I mean, maybe explain that to somebody who hasn't heard it before, that we have a greater license to sin. Like what does that even mean?
1: Okay. So what it, what I would say is that the the Lord has throughout periods of history brought revivals and with revivals have come an exceptional um, accountability to the word of God and to the spirit of God in the culture at large so that cultures have adopted biblical precedent in order to make their national laws Greater license today, I would say that the Lord is, in America, let's talk about America. I believe that the Lord is not blessing America as much as he was. That he is actually removing his hand of blessing. He is, the spirit is leaving in terms of the influence that has been there since the revolution, the great awakenings, those kind of things. And that more license, more opportunity, more freedom is being given to sin in our nation, and I think it's a manifestation of God's judgment on our nation for turning its back collectively on God. I think God does that, and we can see that in the Old Testament, and I think you know we see it here, you know, happening in in our day and our age. Um,
0: Right when God, like in Scripture, when God gives people what they want. It's like, it's always, it's, it's always never a judgment. good. Right, right. Right.
1: Right. When he lets you get what you want, it's not good. So people today are demanding their ways, their rights, their identity, their, you know, being seen in this way, they're being allowed to act in this way. And, um, the government in some sense falling all over themselves to give people that license is evident to me that behind that several steps removed God is saying, fine, you want it, you got it. And letting us collectively as a state, as a nation, getting what we want. And that's more and more licentiousness, more sin, more lawlessness. And I think that we're going to go down that road a lot more. It's going to get
0: worse before it gets better. It's going
1: to get worse before it gets better. I don't see the pendulum swinging back anytime soon, which I mean, I hate for my grandbaby. I I hate for my kids, but at the same time, you know, they know the word of God. They, they have had it preached to them. They're not unfamiliar with it. And they're going to have to really wrestle with the truths that are in scripture, along with what they see going on outside of them. And really going to have to stand their ground sooner or later. Um, Are we going to just Lie over and let this happen, and that's really the question we have to ask ourselves: Are, are we? And, the, and what we're not doing here is we're not getting political, because the solution to this, what's wrong with the world today, the solution is not Republican politics. No, the solution certainly is not conservative economic principles. Right. The, so, the solution is Jesus.
0: Right. The psalmist says, do not put your trust in princes. Right. And
1: Good princes or bad princes.
0: That's my point. Yeah. And, you know, w- regardless of which side of the aisle they're on, we, and we've talked about this before, like you can see a ton. At, and when it comes around November, you can see a ton of messia- or messianic talk on both sides of the aisle. And yeah. both of them are like way out of line yeah. to put that amount of faith In any man,
1: when when we say that the solution is Jesus, uh, it's it's hard to not. It feels like that that's kind of kitschy, you know. Jesus Juke, a a Sunday uh, school answer, yeah, too easy, too easy, and a cop out. What we're what we mean when we say Jesus is the answer is that Jesus changes people's hearts and lives meaning that so i was a sinner god let me do what i wanted to do for a long period of my life and i lived in sin i lived in lawlessness i i guess as it were is a microcosm of what we're talking about is i you know did all kinds of evil and bad things and then one day at one moment at one point in time god changed my nature. He, to use biblical language, took out my heart that was made of stone and put within me a heart of flesh. Now, that's a metaphor for he changed my nature. Stone is a metaphor for dead, sinful, petrified, useless. Flesh is a metaphor for vibrant, living, healthy, active. What God has done is he has given me a new life a new vibrancy a new vitality and with that has given me a new set of loves of a, a purpose a new set of affections things that i want to do so earlier when i said that you're not you're not free to do anything you're only free to do what you want to do now as a christian i'm free to want to do what God has told me to do and what the Bible says to do. And so I just have a new love and a new focus and a new place where I desire to have my attention on, and that's God. And so when we say Jesus is the answer, this is what we're saying for the whole, for everybody, is that your answer is that, unfortunately, you have a heart of stone that is dead on the inside. And I think people know it. Honestly, yeah. deep down, they know it. I knew it. I'm not speaking out of ignorance. I knew that I needed something changed, that there was something deep, dark, and wrong within me.
0: Broken and dead.
1: Broken and dead. And, and Jesus alone was the one thing that saved me, that changed my perspective, my life, my focus, my love, everything. And so the, the problem with the world is I am. See, I told you I was going to bring that around. Nice. I, I'm the problem with the world. And I am because I'm a sinner. And if I don't have that problem changed singularly within me, then collectively as a whole, uh, how can anything get better? The only way for things to get better is if individuals are changed by the only agent of change, and that's Jesus Christ.
0: Yeah. Amen.
1: So the problem with the world today is people is sin and people sin because they want to sin, and we're not making, we're not minimizing, we're, we're not um, making the problem, you know, simplistic yeah. and reducing it to a lowest common denominator. We're saying what we think is really the problem, and that's the sin that's within the people who live in the culture.
0: People are more interested in hearing symptoms than sources, Right.
1: Yeah. And people are more interested in hearing symptoms than solutions, I think, too.
0: Yeah, totally. Um, Because if you want to get us off on tangents like politics, like um, all the other stuff that we talked about, addiction and pornography and sex trafficking and... And greed list? and uh, yeah, exactly.
1: Those <laughs> Lovers are of money, proud, <laughs> yeah. arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy. And yeah. it goes on and on.
0: But those are again, these are symptoms. Mm-hmm. Those aren't the, the source of the problem.
1: Yeah. And, you know, there's a lot of people. Especially right now that are investing all of their moral capital into politics and the government. And that's super scary to me. Well, what other the, hope do they have right, no, available that's, to them? They don't. There There, is no other hope there. And that's why, to bring it back to something you said earlier, there's a lot of these messianic um, language and thoughts around political leaders. Obama had a lot. Trump has a lot. I mean, whoever comes next is going to have some too. You know that Because that, that people, well, people
0: want it more and more.
1: People want it more and more. They want they want Jesus, but they don't know it's Jesus that they want.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Or they want Jesus, but they don't want Jesus. <laughs> you know, they want, they want Jesus with a shine on. They want, you know, they want consumer Jesus. They want Republican or Democrat Jesus.
0: Well, in Jesus' day, they wanted him with a sword. They
1: wanted him with a sword. They wanted him to sit on the throne of David. Mm-hmm. And they, they were ready to take up arms and put a crown on his head and, He had to, at least three times I can think of, walk away from the crowd who tried to make him king. And, you know, in every day and in every age, the problem's the same. In every day and in every age, people look to the government for the answers, when in reality the answer is that they need to uh, repent of their sins and turn to Christ. So, listener, we love you, and we know that you have looked for redemption and you have looked for solutions to the problems of the world all over the place because everybody's doing it right now because everybody always has done it and always will do it but we want you to know that the answer isn't in in government it isn't in social programs it isn't in social justice it's is it isn't in you know all of the works that we can do it's it isn't in affluence it's in a person and it's in Jesus Christ and he and he alone is the one who can not only save us from our sins, but can right the wrongs that are going on in this world.
0: Preach on it, brother. Yeah. You got a question today?
1: Hey, so right now you are drinking Heretic's Juicier Than Now. Yeah, I'm
0: drinking and, a beer called Heretic.
1: Yeah, and I am drinking Fall River's Lazy Hazy. Both of them are New England IPAs, and yours is way better than mine. So, <laughs> listener, My question of the day is, if you were going to sit down with me and Brian, what would you want to be drinking when we're sitting down together? It doesn't have to be alcoholic. It can be anything. I like a good Henry Weinhard's.
0: Nice. Yeah? Yeah? Mm -hmm.
1: So, listener, you want to sit down and talk with me and Brian. We want to talk to you about Jesus, and we want to talk to you about you, because we really do believe that you belong.